Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the NSAC Coffee Hour interview series. In this interview series, we hope to learn from a broad range of people closely associated with STEM PhD life. Professors, scientists, alumni, staff, administrators, and others. The goal is to get to know the fascinating journeys, stories, and experiences that got these people where they are today. In this week's episode, we had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Peter Yi, who is currently the Richard and Mary Schwartz Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at Purdue University. He is also a fellow of the American Physical Society and a fellow of the IEEE. This interview ranged from his childhood and how he developed his interest in physics to his journeys and experiences as an accomplished researcher in compound semiconductor materials and devices. So without further delay, here's the interview. Hello, everyone. Hope you're enjoying this Friday. So today uh, we have Professor Ye in our coffee hour. Welcome, Professor Ye. Professor, since you joined Purdue as faculty in 2005, you have won many awards, great findings, and also have reputation in academia. But actually, the whole story starts from the very beginning when you were still a young adult back in 1980s, like from 1984 when you joined your undergraduate school in Fudan University to 2020. That's actually 36 years. It's kind of a long journey in research. Do you still remember like what first interest you to research on physics? Oh, that's uh, probably will be back to really my childhood, you know. Uh-huh. You know, my uh, that's long. I'm interested in physics uh, for a long, long time. Probably I would say mostly is uh, because uh, I'm in a kind of elite uh, middle schools. It's a famous kind of school, middle school, high school in China, you know, and at that time, just after the Cultural Revolution, so people are selected uh, smart kids, you know, in very like probably like a U.S. the border school where I just live in the school and intensively study all these courses from math, physics, chemistry, and also for literature, English. So then the, I will have a very good physics uh, teachers in in our school. And uh, he really taught me for f- five years, you know, middle school, high school together. So that's uh, really motivated me very interested in physics. Yeah, I, I would say like that. Yeah. Oh, so that's okay. why the teacher in uh, junior high school, high school is very important because a lot of kids uh, the interest in science is uh, inspired uh, really in the childhood. So it's your teacher that inspired you to physics. Yes, I think, you know, at that time, we, I remember very clearly, so each class, we are at a size of probably 40 students, and we always have one representative student, let's say, like, uh, you know, uh, let's say I was selected, okay, in the, in the uh, physics education, for example, okay? So before the class, I always need, I remember very clearly, I always need to go to his office to bring all these instruments, you know, demonstration kind of physics, let's say, or kind of instruments, let's say battery, resistor, or current meter. So that's, you know, and that time I remember, it's very intense. It's, we are probably like every, Day. That time we study from Monday to Saturday, and every day we have 
probably like a one hour physics course. So it yes. is a whole whole week. It's like a six hours course. So that's why every day you need to go to the office, bring all the uh, these uh, instruments back to the classroom, set up, and after that you bring back to his office. So I was really diligent doing that for five uh -huh. years. So that's so why, you, yeah. You so enjoy doing that. Yeah, I enjoy doing that. And I'm very responsible. Never make a, a, a mess up any, any oh. demonstration or something like that. So that's uh, yeah. And then you know, even spend some hours, you know, after the school, right after the courses after school, because any demonstration, as you know, you need to prepare and make the contact all well instead of let's say something something go to uh, went uh, go wrong next day for example that yeah so that's why it, it was fun so that's why we spend a lot of time on that yeah uh -huh. so like have you think about being a scientist in the future when you were a child back then yeah that's true and it's a very different from different country different culture and uh, I probably, I really think I even in the really in the elementary school or in the middle school, I really want to be a physicist, a scientist, even uh -huh. at that time. And uh, part of that reason, I think, uh, because related with the, the culture, country. So, you know, uh, back, back to cultural revolution time, right? So nobody, you know, uh, it's a different, a very different uh, time, China compare with today so you know you probably you know probably cn young right and the lee right young lee both got a nobel prize in physics and even in the in i think in the 72 73 they you know as broke the barrier between these two countries us and china they visited china and they got you know got, got the greeting by the like a president or a lot of newspaper coverage at that time, China, there no doctor. Okay, <laughs> doctor is degree. Yeah. So that's why you know, Dr. Yang, Dr. Li seems a very prestigious kind of uh -huh. title, right? So that's why I, I, for some reason, because I'm grow up being a medical doctor, you know, my my father, mom, all uh, the medical doctor. So that's why I grew up more like intellectual kind of family. So that uh -huh. I'm kind of inspired by that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what? I'm long, long time ago, I, I think back, you know, I'm probably in the 10 or 11, 12 years. That time I already think physicist is the coolest career, basically. Right? Yeah. So what do you think of physics life should look like back then when you were a child? Oh, once I was a child at that time, probably I just think this is a, a very respected career and they can do something you know discover the, the the real the truth of the nature right uh, and understand every that that that's the yeah that's probably the i think but i don't expect actually the physics uh, physics as a physicist not that easy okay so <laughs> yeah. i remember okay i very remember once I study go abroad in Germany, so I, I need to spend, a, I got a very good fellowship. So this fellowship covered me like a half a year study German language in mm -hmm. the private school. And I able to live with a German family together, really live with them for, for like six months. 
That's a long time. So that's yeah. why. However, the the German family is a, you know the you know it's an engineer. So once I say okay, I need to go to Stuttgart to study physics, then then he's he immediately responds. I still remember. <laughs> wow, this is not an easy. Uh, you know, at, at that time, every even in Germany, people understand the physics. Physicist is difficult to be. Usually, they pay the less or difficult to find this kind of job. So that's why I say, oh, this is a difficult. You know, it's a very difficult to be as a physicist. But that, but I'll keep going on this uh, this road. That eventually, I now I'm of course in the double E department, but I still. Partly do low temperature transport, in particular residency. Yes, yeah. So after 30, 30 years like enjoyment and suffering in physics, you still think this is the best job for you? Yes, as a physics is a very very interesting, and uh, yeah. So although I'm now major actually not promote physics too much, probably here. So but you know in. In my group now, I have dozen students, and some of the for for recent one student, I hired him. Uh, he graduated from Double E and the Peking University. He joined me, and uh, yeah, so he started a little bit uh, device fabrication, catalyzation, even some thermal transport measurement. But then I get some funding. I can able to set up uh, a lot. Ultra low temperature, you know, high mega field lab. Now it's in Kingdom, USC. That so I asked him. So I think ah, I may got some funding, you know, to do that. It's not easy to get that amount of money. So that then I asked him, if you're really interested to do deep physics, you need to spend two years more at Purdue. But then I invest on that. If you committed, right, set up the lab and do something uh, good work. Actually, I really, uh, I really appreciate. Actually, he 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 really tell me he told me right. He, he will do it. So don't worry about it. He's really interested. So that's why I now his whole thesis maybe part of you know device device physics, part of really can. Condensed matter physics, so uh, low temperature transport. So yeah, and uh, yeah, he he really accomplished uh, all he need to learn. So in six years, I just stayed six years. Seems a little bit longer, but uh, actually, yeah, he, you know, I think he appreciated that experience. Also, set up a lab, do some really deeper physics work. So mm -hmm. so so a student can you know really after you did this work, you will understand that wow, this is really interesting. You see. Something in nature, how the atom or electron in the atom, what are they doing? You know, that's that's yeah. yeah, finally get rewarded, even though it's kind yeah. of although it's a long process. Always in in yeah yeah in in my case, in terms of the, uh, in terms of the research, in my case and even in this student's case, I think it's still relatively smooth. You know, to get something done, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But it could be struggle very long time. Yeah, that, that yeah. depends. Yeah. So you mentioned that your your students stay for two years longer to kind of achieve uh, better results. Yes. Actually, I I find figured out that it seems like you spent around eight years to finish your PhD back in Germany. I'm not sure what whether that uh, that's uh, that's yes or no actually. Okay, so in my resume. 
because I just uh, finished the bachelor degree, so then I uh, then I have a PhD degree. Between them is uh, eight years. Okay, that's true. But uh, my real study uh, in Germany, Max Planck, is uh, just uh, four years. Oh. So the reason is complicated. It depends on. Uh, I let uh, I can briefly say that because I was enrolled in the graduate school in China. However, I then I got to the you know there's a uh, I got to the, the prestigious kind of fellowship from Germany, but you have to wait almost two two years to get really there. So that's a complication because in this particular time there's some politics happened. So that that that, that then that that's why then I need a half year uh, language school as I mentioned to you. That's why you know it's. The, in terms of time, you know, it's just, you know, but I still appreciate this opportunity. Now I think back, it's a, no problem really, you know, stay a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, until you get the degree. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's still a long time waiting. Like what keeps motivates you to wait for the opportunity in Germany and go there? Because it's still, it's not easy to like work and study. That's right, that's right. But it's a, the, of course, the, the opportunity I got uh, that uh, got the, the uh, Volkswagen Fellowship is, uh, uh, of course, it's uh, extremely good for me at that time. And uh, at that time, and uh, I think like end of 80s, beginning of 90s, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, smart, uh, you know, ch whenever the Chinese student want to study abroad. Okay, but uh, however. The magnitude is much, much smaller than nowadays. Okay, I would say just one percent of nowadays in terms of number. Okay, so that's why it's not that easy. Yeah, so uh, so I got this great opportunity. I never regret. So wait, wait a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And your advisor back then is Dr. Klinsing, who is a like actually Nobel Prize winner. Yes, he. Yeah, I, I, you know, I always, uh, even until now, I still get, uh, have very close uh, connections uh, or relations even with my former advisors, not only uh, Professor von Kretzing and uh, even others, same thing. So, yeah, so, and uh, he, at that time, he probably already a super, really super, super star in Germany. Yeah. You know, the, oh, we all learn quantum mechanics, you know, in mm -hmm. the, 20s, 30s, 1920s, 30s, a lot of physics is happened in Germany, right? So we need to write, write uh, uh, scientific papers in German, not in English. Yeah. Uh, right, they're published in German, right? So that, uh, yeah, that's, but uh, after after the Second World War, all the, the science center moved to the United States, right? So uh, actually in the 60s, Mossberg got the Nobel Prize in physics after 60. So then they have another gap of 20 years, actually, there no, no Nobel Prize in physics in Germany. So that's why once uh, my advisor got that, uh, he's a very young, like a 43 got the Nobel Prize. So he's a really a superstar in, in Germany. Everybody almost know him if you read the newspaper. So that's, that's why, yeah. So that's why I very appreciate that opportunity eventually, yeah. Yeah, he, How did it feel he, like working with a Nobel Prize winner? 
Yeah, at that time, of course, the Max Planck Institute uh, is a big organization. So the institute that I uh, studied there is called the Max Planck for Solid State Research in, in Stuttgart. So, and uh, the, uh, of course, the system is a very, uh, is a different and uh, from university. OK, it's a different, uh, really different. For example, I'm jo I joined his group uh, at the beginning of the 90s. OK, you talk about uh, really 30 years ago. OK, even at that, of course, because he's so famous and he uh, have all kind of wide spectrum capabilities, I put this way. So that's why he's, he's we call the uptilon is a department. Right? His department is a bigger department. So have 50, 50 peoples and the structure is very different. So US don't have this kind of organization, equivalent organization in general. So like in this department, 50 people, 50 people, he probably have 10 technician and probably like a 20 research scientists and 10 maybe like associate professor or assistant professor level. But the PhD student actually just have 10. You know, oh. so, exactly. So that's why, you know, each each student, uh, you know, get a lot of attention from the department. You can imagine, right? You, yeah, so, yeah. And the, the, the star is not like a US, like a one professor, you know, big group in particular. I'm like in my case now, I interact more than 10 PhD students, uh, you know, but at that time I can really work closely with my, you know, uh, some like a senior scientist, really one to one, you know, like a um, mentor pupil kind of relation. This is still older kind of a European style. So in mm -hmm. some sense, so that's why, yeah, I learned a lot. I, I learned it directly from some, you know, yeah, uh, some senior scientists. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the advisor, uh, uh, did talk about the election and the working, but it's not as close uh, as you know in US case. I put it this way. It's a different uh, structure, you know. Yeah. You know, like you, you said, you learned a lot. Is that talking about the knowledge or the working patterns, method? Uh, no, yeah, it's a, also very different, uh, you know, uh, from the US uh, universities. The Germans. They work very serious okay, on everything. That's I always have so uh, impressed, you know, impressed with that. However, they don't over our work. You know, like um, even my PhD case. Okay, I think I work uh, probably ten hours a day, mm -hmm. probably ten hours around ten hours a day, and five days a week. But the weekend they really don't don't come to work. Okay. So then they don't uh, encourage these kind of you know, long hours, you know, kind of use use the working you know time to concentrate <laughs> the quality. Uh, you know, you know, it, it's a different style. Yeah, I put it there. But today, I, I I should mention. So it's a, you, you cannot generalize. That's why I always say you know, it's interesting to share the experience, but you cannot generalize all the conclusions because. Uh, uh, because this department is a very special department, they have enormous fundings. And uh, if I tell you what the situation in the beginning of the 90s, they probably have 10 MBE systems oh. and 
even already start to have the Ibn lithography like, like mm -hmm. our Burke had. So my thesis that time is to already make the nanostructures. You know, you think about that's 30 years ago, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I already make 100 nanometer features. I remember nano patterning, all these. So I, I get to the clean room training and uh, at the just I started graduate school basically. So that I like in the clean room, I spend yeah, most of the hours in, my, in the clean room and uh, and as I said, it's just a 10 PhD student, right? So that's not cloudy as our crew. And the, the technician is just keep this system, everything perfect running. So I can parallel, you know, I can do three times the metal deposition a day. And I remember it, it's, it's, it's a crazy <laughs> kind of working, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and other universities not like this. This is mm -hmm. like, a national lab or it's a yeah it's a different style yeah so i'm thinking like you're working with so many intelligent people and they also have brilliant ideas i assume that you will never get stuck in things is that the case or you're still having it's some not it's not the case okay i i tell you <laughs> although i although i learned the german you know in within six six months really intense okay learning is called a good, good institute, okay, right? Uh, and uh, of course, my advisor is a very shocked after I first see him uh, speak German with him, okay? He's a, so, he's, you know, Chinese look, look like young, okay? So uh, at that time, I'm like, uh, you know, 20, in the 20s, look like a child. So that's why, first, uh, he, I think I gave him a very deep impression all of a sudden, I can speak uh, some level of a German, okay? And they are very, you know, even now, they're, they're proud of me. I'm a very few foreign student at that time can speak a decent German, okay? Wow. So that's why they're very, uh, you know, uh, you know, they like foreign students learn German, but a lot of students are a little bit hesitant because English is a working language, right? So, yeah, so, yeah, so, Yes, so that's that's uh, what I I think. Yeah, so, so I and I feel you know that's what I learned. Uh, you know, you you need to adapt to the environment is is very important. I think. Yeah, and so you need to involved in the group, right? Really become part. Hopefully, really become part of the group. Uh -huh. So then you will enjoy your working and eventually help each other and. Uh, oh yeah. And is, I feel that's very, very important, yeah. Oh, all right. So I think it's working with people and really adapt to the culture. Yeah. That's the most difficult Yeah, in part. terms of smart, uh, you, know, you know, how intelligent people and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, ideas. So in my, as I said, in my case, it's a very, the training is very different. So actually, even before I joined this group, right? In, because I'm waiting in China, right? You remember? I still remember my advisor sending me some uh, literatures, right? Then he write a long letter to me, right? Uh, because I ask how I can prepare when I'm waiting here, everything in the process, right? So then, then he said, okay, because everything topic will be changed with the time. If somebody did that, we will have to change another topic, right? Publish them, you have to change. And 
fortunately, actually, this topic is not that easy. And then also not so many people do low temperature physics, right? Okay. So that's why he gave me the topic, a very well defined topic, actually. So then, then I, after another two years, okay, another two years, once I start a PhD, I just work on this topic. Then it's a very difficult, okay? Anything is the same. For every student, I believe uh, it's like the same thing. So it's a very, very difficult. And we cannot solve that problem because uh, some of another effect, because basically much stronger, let's say, is to prevent you seeing what the effect he wanted to see. But that profound effect it's already discovered by other people, already published. So, and they, of course, this is a very leading group. They were not, you know, you cannot graduate if you just yeah. stuck on this problem, right? So, and then all of a sudden, and we come up with an idea. And that idea even come back to nowadays my research, actually. Oh. And I, because we do fellow magnetic material, okay? And everybody know nickel, cobalt, iron. Okay, and uh, then my senior uh, senior scientist, okay, realized actually if you study Kittel's, uh, you know, condensed matter physics book, then there is a one page that tells you what the fellow magnetic material is. And in that, there is another element called the deuce prosium, it's a DY. This has the highest magnetization. But why it's not popular? because this curate, so-called curate temperature is very low. It's at 80 Kelvin, you know? So basically at the room temperature, it's not a ferromagnetic material anymore, okay? Right? So, but we are doing low temperature physics, so that doesn't matter. So that's the mm -hmm. idea come up, so we just try to use a deuce prosium instead of use cobalt, nickel, iron, this kind of common material. So then, so, so that's why idea is the key, right? So then I'm a diligent student. Yeah. <laughs> so we immediately together do it, right? Buy, buy this element, do it. Then in one afternoon, I, I remember very clearly, because there's some distinguished features, okay? If this effect, if we observe, should be different from this profound, this effect. Okay, there's a phase shift. So that's why I, do the experiment, and I found the phase shift. So then I asked him, I think, oh, because there's some other thing, I think, is this the right one? So then he, then he look at it then say, okay, I have a champagne, you know, stay in my office for 10, 10 years. We made it open, we probably should open, we didn't really open the champagne, but uh, at least he believed we found it. Yeah, that, that, then in principle, these kind of, particularly in science study, okay, you find it, then you find it. So then, half, yeah, yeah half, you know, just a half day, really half day, you find it, then another couple of weeks, we'll redo the experiment, uh, and it, uh, refine the experiment, right condition, then make the effect stronger and stronger. And we really distinct, prepare the figures. So then maybe within two months or three months, we submitted the, uh, also my first paper, basically a physics review letter. So then in four months, we are very, very lucky because this is, uh, all the community know this effect uh, is important and it's a very difficult to, to do. And uh, then we publish that paper. 
So yeah, so th that's it. And it's a funny, funny story in my experience. Do you know we published the physics review later uh, letter? So this effect was discovered by two groups independently in parallel. Okay. Oh. So we published this paper, uh, you know, page by page, back by page. Uh -huh. You know what is another group? Which is another group? The the, the scientist is this Andrew Gam who discovered the graphene later. Oh wow! So at that time, he, we are doing the same topic. At that time, he was a postdoc kind of in Nottingham. So that's why oh. you can see some important topic. A lot of group. Do. So this happened all the time. So you you will find some. You find this maybe another group also doing the similar things. Eventually, mm -hmm. probably yeah. yeah. That's, that's happened, yeah. That's Especially right. back then, the communication is not as well as now. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I can still feel the big excitement in your mind back then. But yeah, I'm just I like thinking, that. like, yeah, that's still a very long time waiting. I, I believe there will be some frustration, depression. So I think, like, during your whole childhood, you're, you're diligent and you're very smart. I think usually you can learn things very fast. And for this experience, it's a long time waiting and repeating the whole thing. How do you deal with the maybe the frustration or depression? Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's every every student uh, right will be probably uh, experience uh, that. Okay, the frustration before you really achieved something, right? So yeah, so so in in this particular case, so I. I do have the frustration because the situation is a little bit different. Okay, as I said, uh, you know, at Purdue, let's say you guys probably don't have too much language issues because you may find your, you know, like in your case, you may from China, let's say, or from Taiwan, so you may find a Chinese student, your senior student, you can ask that, you yeah. know, what it means, right? But in my case, it's not actually. You know, I'm the only Chinese student, you know, in this uh, 50 people in this department, right? Then no, so so, and uh, it's true in the kingdom, like uh, you know, acetone, popano, <laughs> you know, IPA, or so many things, right? And uh, then okay, English, they between Chinese, English, German, right? They're even different language. So I really at the beginning is I really puzzled and it's really difficult, okay? Because the you know the the German technician teach you know taught you uh, teach you how to do that, but it really you understand probably fifty percent, okay? And I tend to not, <laughs> right? Then actually you really don't exactly understand, okay? Because you know you have the ratio, let's say etching gallium arsenide that. You yeah. that Eight two three two one, right? And you need the H two O two. Let's say all these mix. That this is too much info. You know, if you never learned that in China, yeah. for example, never worked in Kirinum, and it's really challenging. But I have eventually I have to smell these chemicals, and some <laughs> chemical maybe not healthy, right? I have yeah. to smell the chemical, then I start to understand. Oh, what's the you know, What's inside? <laughs> acetone, methanol, and then I started, you know, translate English, Chinese, then and then I digest. So that's that, yeah, it's difficult. And the joke is now I visit, uh, I, I visit 
back to Stuttgart. Some of my older colleagues now, or either in industry or or, or academia, right nowadays, so we we think back. They're always joking with me. Or you need to learn at Max Planck. It's just a ten German words because <laughs> we just call down the sample uh, like a pump and uh, pull up warm up. <laughs> so that's that, that's a joke. You know, that's the common language we need to use. In, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all fun in different country and learn all different stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but you finally made it. It's a, it's yeah, I think a I made it. And uh, and uh, <laughs> that's always interesting, right? After two years, I said in one one afternoon, I really finished what we want to observe. So then what really done right? after the publication, so then, you know, like our students, right? So, you know, you know, we we all or you know go to uh, you know go to the conference right yeah then yeah then then then, then it's done yeah then we of course do more detailed studies then you'll finish it but so after, yeah. after your phd in germany uh you moved to the us actually like you and yeah. then, like what was the plan back then i you know as i said so just like um my uh, you know the language host said right so after finishing the phd actually then getting hard part, you know you, you need to find a, a permanent job okay so as as a physicist it's a very different uh, like uh, engineer okay so you know like my students and nowadays in double department of course purdue is famous and we have a lot of industry connection so therefore them it's so easy to find a job you know you find the intel ibm job okay so but um, my case is not as a physicist then you know then start a long struggle because yeah so yeah so then i th then i need to do postdoc and then and you know as a physicist at that time if you ask him if you can find a permanent position it means a lot so you basically you are settled for your life right so yeah <laughs> then later like i still remember once in oxford oh i went to oxford to conference then i found a job in bell Labs. Right, so then the people ask me, is this a permanent position? And I said, yes, in principle, why that? And you know, that bail is at the front, you know, it's not in very good, uh, stable conditions. So that's why, uh, you know, but uh, if you find that job uh, for them, it's a lot for physicists. Yeah, for well, engineer, you know, join the company, a permanent job is quite common, you know. Right, where everybody find a job. So, but for <laughs> physicists, sometimes it's hard. So that's why you can see a lot of physicists, or maybe biologists, the same thing, mathematics. They change the different schools here, there for the short-term kind of positions, and mm -hmm. they find a permanent. This this was actually not the story in my mind when I was reading your resume because it seems like you went you went to Princeton and then Bell uh, Labs yeah. and also you work with another Nobel Prize winner. I thought you were just like maybe following those big names and working with brilliant people. Uh, yes, I I pursued the famous uh, scientists. That's true, but uh, part of that I think after my PhD, definitely. As a physicist, definitely all long time physicist. Definitely the career uh, path is you have to do 
at least once postdoc, sometimes they do twice postdoc, right? The period like, uh, ah, it's a very common four years, five years postdoc in our business is a very common. So then if you are lucky, you may find an assistant professorship in, uh -huh. in the university. But even that is a very child. It depends on the topic, okay? For example, if you do quantum dots, you do this, that at that time, it's very difficult to find a, you know, even a, a, a senior professorship. It's a, in the university because it's not a hot topic anymore, right? So, but now, for example, all of a sudden, everybody do start quantum computing. Actually, what they are really looking for is exactly some of the skill I learned, you know, 20, 20 years ago, okay? Wow. But if you all know all these things, now probably it's easy to find a job, okay? So that's, you know, always change, right? Change with the time. So for the young students, you know, you know, it's a, it's a difficult to balance. You, you pursue all these hot topics or it's better if you do some code, <laughs> not so hot topics. And once you graduate that time, this particular topic becomes so hot. That's, that, that's probably the luckiest. If you now it's very hot, then you join this after another five, six years, uh, you know, we never know, right? So that's it. Mm. So back in Princeton, you were working with uh, uh, Dr. Tsui, who is another Nobel Prize winner. Like you have worked with two Nobel Prize winners. Do you see anything in common between them? Of course, both are, uh, both of them have a great achievement, and all of them, both of them have a very, a very kind of a unique vision. Okay, not only. Oh, not only in physics, even in science, and even in you know human society. I, I actually, as I told you, I do have a still close relation with them. So sometimes we now, of course, I'm a professor also now. So I learn from them. I, they usually share some of their opinion, right? Uh, their vision with me. They're, of course, both of them are really bright. But the the personal character is a very very different. <laughs> and very, very different, you know. So like uh, my PhD advisor, because he's, uh, you know, in Germany, and he called a Feng Klitsch, you know, Feng is uh, the noble family, right? Uh, you know, oh. Feng in Germany, it's uh, all the, the noble family. Uh, like uh, he had, his family had a castle in po uh, Poland, actually, before it's part of Germany, now it's becoming Poland. Okay, so there is a very different, but my uh, postdoc advisor, uh, Daniel Tui, because he originally from China, right away, probably, and so he's from a very poor family and, uh, you know, supported by uh, Christian church and eventually study very hard and in the United States, you know, make a his career such as successful. So, so that's why, you know, it's a very, you know, per personality, of course, is a very different, but the, both of them, I, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, I, so I, yeah, it's a very different, you... uh, but uh, all they have a very unique uh, vision. And, uh, and I think uh, this uh, one thing for both of them I learned is uh, you, of course, you need the, uh, you need the, uh, smart, uh, you need to work hard, all these are basic, but uh, uh, I, of course, it's a physics study, so the simplest 
is the most beautiful ones. Okay, so and we just wanted the simplest things. Okay, what most of the simplest things is the most important things. Okay, now we are struggling with a lot of puzzles and you know uh, make the whole story is very complicated. <laughs> And it looks like we're big on this, that, all these, um, it's not the fundamental, okay? Just, just very complicated, yeah. So yeah, maybe it's, it's, okay, research have different levels, but I, I, I learned from them. You need a, hopefully you can have some simplest understanding and eventually this understanding is important and fundamental, yeah. So you mentioned that they both have a Euro vision. Do you think those vision can be developed by like a proper training or those are kind of born by nature? Yeah, that's that's interesting. OK, I'm I, I'm far below their achievement. OK, but uh, I'm I'm also getting getting seen. <laughs> so uh, my I just share with the young student. I think the understanding. Yeah, it, it, every person is unique, so that's why try to copy people's success is very difficult mm -hmm. in other way everybody can have a successful career successful life success what means successful is also by definition okay mm -hmm. everyone i think a happy you know healthy and uh, ho hopefully you contribute to the society more than your obtained from the society <laughs> you should should be regarded as a successful life so that's why you don't uh, try to copy the nobel prize winner in research that's uh, you can you can admire you, you are very difficult to really yeah. copy that and it's it's everybody you know everything are changing with the yeah. time yeah it's it's very difficult right for example for a semiconductor physics uh, best time maybe in the 80s right so scaling now everybody talk about the most low uh, end of the most low but maybe there's uh, uh, new opportunities yes or no right so then we are we are working on these hard problems but uh, we never it will be over sudden so great right or we are just struggling right so that's but once once you are make a step by step uh, you know, forward uh, for your uh, PhD studies and uh, eventually have a good career, right? Good life. I think that that's already accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Everybody's unique and the success. Uh, everybody is unique. And you cannot, you know, and the definition of the success sometimes is also quite dangerous. Huh? Yeah. Everybody wants a billionaire. That's impossible, right? Everybody's billionaire. So that's why. So yeah. So I think a, a healthy, happy, and uh, you can do some contribution to the society. Okay. And instead, of you take for free, right, from your parents, from all uh, right. Uh, yeah. So then, then, then should be regarded as a successful as a career, so life, and matter. Yeah. You joined Purdue in 2005 and became a faculty. That's kind of like a permanent job. Like, does the faculty life sounds like the same as you expected? I, yeah, I think I really appreciate Purdue indeed. Okay, so I, I have been here 16 years. This is the, uh, yeah, because as I, although I worked on with all the, I, I did have, you know, lucky, 
and get the among the best education that matter in China or in Germany, uh, you know, here. So, yeah, so, but the Purdue really gave, uh, gave me the, this platform, okay, to, to, you know, can be, you know, do something I'm interested. I really enjoyed actually this faculty job, position job. So although it's a challenge, you know, everybody, you, you have the advisor, you all, you know, the ch all challenges are always there. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, first of all, you know, it's a fantastic department, you know, so we, you really, most of the time you really can concentrate on your research, okay, in my case. I appreciate actually even the whole department, you know, you know, doesn't give me a lot of job. Uh, that's a, a job. What I'm not good at. Okay, right. For example, I can feel okay, but I I, I enjoy the research. Intellect students. I spend a tremendous time intellect uh, like uh, the student in my group. So then you know get the things moving. So yeah. So this is a very unique. And uh, also I'm lucky because once I come to Purdue. Uh, this uh, so-called atomic layer deposition, this technique become become hot, and uh, I kind of pioneered actually use this technique, glow dielectric on solidified material at uh, at the Bell Labs idea uh, system that time. So that's why once I come in here that time, right, 2004, 2000, so people are not so familiar with this technique. Not like nowadays, very popular, right? Actually, this technique is a very relatively simple, and uh, so that's why I applied that technique very well in my research. So, and that to topic become hot actually. So that's why once I begin in my career uh, at the Purdue that time, of course I got a lot of help from my you know colleague, particularly senior colleague, Professor Langstrom, Professor Alan, all these, right? So you know. So, but but I I I'm not a struggle with the funding so much because of their help. Okay, uh, the others help. So I, uh, you know, now I try to interact with some junior faculty, for example, at Purdue, and I try to help also. Okay, but I can feel I'm I was la uh, really lucky at that because the topic itself, because I pioneered and the topic becomes so important, become one of the major focus of the industry at the 2005 to 2010 time. So that's why I still have, at least I, I have, you know, funding to, to run and uh, yes. can grow, yeah. You mentioned that you enjoy like interacting with students, but I believe like students are kind of innocent when they come to the university. You not only need to instruct them with knowledge, but sometimes they might get like frustrated. They don't, they don't believe in what they work. I believe it's difficult to work with students than those well-trained researchers. What do you think? Uh, I totally agree with you. So I, sometimes I joke, joking, right? I say that's why we are well paid. Okay, so, so because the, the reason you know you interact with the students, uh, educated students get a PhD degree, right? So it's a, a very complex job. Okay, so each student from different culture, right? From different country, and uh, it, it's so different. Okay, and even individuals are so different, right? So. And a lot of work 
of course, it's a very repeated. Okay, for example, maybe you can say for me it's boring. For example, for the electronic device, mostly it's a contact and a dielectric to semiconductor interface. Okay, I always say this just these two things. Okay, whatever. Okay, you doing so then you know how to make a good contact and then a lot of things is repeated basically, right? Particular first year, second year is repeated. So, and I think our job. Okay, since I talk with a lot of young students here, if they, uh, you know, either in the audience or listen to this video, I just share with the Purdue students. I don't know. I think uh, my philosophy, uh, probably I'm not that strict. Okay, my philosophy is, I want you happy to come to Purdue and happy to leave Purdue. Okay, I always say that. Okay, so because every student are excited, oh, I join Purdue particular overseas students, international students, right? That's excited coming. And sometimes, you know, everything will never perfect, right? Nothing is perfect. <laughs> yeah. So then sometimes you are frustrated, you disappointed, but at least, okay, I try my best to make you also happy to leave, okay? Right, graduate, <laughs> find a good job. You are happy to leave, then this four, six years at the Purdue is a good memory. Right, right. So instead, you just think it's a struggling in research. Yeah, but that's why, in my case, uh, as a advisor, actually, I uh, the criteria I I have to say, honest to say, okay, the criteria for each student, uh, I'm not uh, not the same. Okay, I have to say, I have the baseline, but not the same. So if you are really frustrated or you, you have your own problem sometimes, so then I just try to, you know, push you, you know, graduate, right? Get to the, get to the basic things done. Yeah. If you are good, I try to make you very good. If you are very good, I try to make your, your excellent, <laughs> okay, right? If you are excellent, then I give you three topics at the same time, <laughs> right? Whatever, so it did happen, okay? I have like a one student. I yeah now he he is a very successful faculty back in now it's in Peking uh, University. So you know he probably get like a twenty to twenty five journal papers as a, a published within four and a half years. So because he is really you know good at to do do everything. So then I gave him a lot of topics. So yeah uh, yeah. So that's why you know. Uh, Depends, yeah. I think after you're saying this, your students will be very happy because they know that the, the reason they are so busy is because you think they're very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may be, yeah. But uh, you know, everybody has, uh, you know, it's so different and that's why I think it's it's so complex. It's so different. Now some people want to graduate early, right? But uh, not not everyone in my group. Some people just uh, you know they, they don't worry about these things too much. Oh. And yeah, so yeah, so 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 diff different. Yeah, you have to be you know hopefully you can. But then not everybody are really really ha happy. For example, right? That's all kind of reasons, right? Sometimes maybe topic is too difficult. Sometimes. Uh, you know, you maybe didn't spend enough time, or sometimes you know, yeah, 
yeah, that's come very come. Sometimes guys frustrated to continue and then don't spend enough time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think we're approaching the end of the interview. Uh, I think last last questions. So like looking back of your whole journey, what characteristic like personality in you do you think is the most important that support you to have a this long journey and a success? Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much we we already uh, talked about uh, at the beginning, right? So I think uh, number one, I probably think about the three important, uh, you know, share with the young student. I think one is you need to really have the passion on research, okay? Yeah. Right. So that's that's so so important, the passion, okay? Right. You know, because uh, if you are very creative, maybe help, okay, for eventually the research, okay. But I think a passion, you are really motivation. That's the that's the key. That's why if you have some frustration time, maybe you can overcome, okay, not to become really, as you mentioned, depression. Like uh, this is a pandemic time, right? Is uh, people need to be uh, be careful, right? Okay. Anyway, so I think the passion itself is important. Second, uh, I think you really need to uh, work hard, spend enough time at least, okay? So people make some people smart, right? Uh, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, particularly in our case, the experimentist, uh, or you need to really spend time in clean room and uh, do enough work. Otherwise, you cannot learn these skills, okay? And uh, right, so that's, uh, you know, hard work. and. Uh, Sometimes the third part, probably even more important, particularly in research. Okay, the the first and the second part. I, I I'm sure if you get that, I'm sure you have uh, successfully get your PhD at Purdue, <laughs> and you are okay, right? You know. But sometimes, if you want to really become a superstar, right? So I think, uh, particularly in the research, sometimes the luck is also in play some rules. Okay, so the. Right, so some, you know, some topic, right, some ideas all of a sudden come into you, so then you may really solve the problem in one afternoon, right? So that's, yeah, so I think three, these three things are all important and are placed in the different ways those for ever, you know, for different people, yeah. I think some students might ask themselves in mind that they think that they really want to have the passion like you do, and they hope they can spend in my like enough time, but there are always things happen. They get frustrated and they did not have the passion and they don't spend enough time. So do you have some suggestion for them to conquer those like problems? Okay, I think that, yeah, if you, you know, as I said, all the uh, people have different uh, characters, right? So if you, if you <laughs> struggle at this first two, right? And then, okay, so then I think, so, Maybe, okay, I think that you need a more integrated with the whole group, okay? So more, you know, you know, you may not solve the topic what your advisor wants, right? You may help other people, let, you know, in, in by the interaction with the whole group, maybe sometimes, you know, you also accumulate some of the results and, um, you know, get to some of a level right mm -hmm. so then the, your your advisor or your you know lab mates can help you 
you know, you know, finish your PhD, right? So, right. That's an right. interesting will. <laughs> yeah. So that you know, you know, you you know, you can do you know, like like a publication, right? So there's no clearly definition, right? And you can be leading also, you can be second also, third also, right? If you help other people, sometimes other people will help you too, right? So then you may get to the enough amount of work you have done to do, then you know, then you move your forward, right? Yeah. So on the other hand, what yeah. do you think is the common mistakes young people are making that inhibit them from their dreams, like the success in their mind? That's a good question. Okay, I always, uh, I also has some kind of experience I really want to share with the young people. So, I, the common mistake, okay, common mistake is you not appreciate what you have now, okay? You are thinking about something else, even much better in your imagination. Okay, for example, okay, as this is common typical uh, case. Okay, once you may come to Purdue, okay, then you think about um, maybe another, you know, Ivy League or another university or another famous professor or maybe a Nobel Prize winner. Okay, if I work in his group or her group, maybe my life will be much easier or much better. <laughs> All right, so so. I tell you that's totally, totally not true. Okay, I know the engineer. For example, our Burke Center, our clean room, or at least these hard these infrastructure, we are good, good, so good, we even better than these big name schools. Okay, so this, this, it's enough for help you finish your PhD. Okay, I, I don't think that second now happened. The students are coming to do, let's say. They say, okay, wow, the microelectronics, like my field, right? This uh, nanoelectronics. They say, okay, oh, this is not a hot topic anymore because this is the end of Mosro and uh, now look like a quantum, uh, you know, everything need to uh, do software, right? Computer science become important, hot, right? So then yeah. I should move to, uh, you know, shift to computer science. And now then I, um, at least I maybe, um, more, more salary if I graduate or something like that. So then you you know this is dangerous. This is let you struggle two years, three years on this kind of that. Sometimes you know if if you really did the clean choice, okay, and then maybe you're still okay. But the problem is you struggle two or three years, eventually really hurt hurt your study you know research even because you are not motivated anymore, right? Then you are taking all these. Uh, uh, you know, add it to some, let's say, computer science course, and, uh, uh, but uh, I think any, any area, any, if you do well, there's always opportunity there, okay? Some do difficult, but uh, as in my case, you know, physics may be difficult, but a lot of people are still very successful, right? So that's, that's the case, yeah. Thank you so much for all the best lessons. I think people all enjoy. This is a lot of things I usually get with my graduate students. Yeah, now. <laughs> so we're like <laughs> And no, and all I would say just my personal opinion, okay? Not to have, gen don't uh, try to generalize, okay? So yeah. yeah, other faculty have different visions maybe, okay? But uh, I just share, share with you what I think.